welcome back to the Magic Seeker Society. We're your hosts. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christine. We're so excited we have you here today. Yay! <laughs> What's up? Hi, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. What's, What's going up? on? What's up? <laughs> Episode much. two, baby. Episode two. Oh, this is so exciting. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm real excited. I feel like episode one went really well, and I'm excited to keep diving into all these topics. I know, me too. We've gotten some good feedback, so thank you to everyone tuning in. This is so exciting for us, and we're having the best time, and we're glad you're here. Yeah, definitely. I think we were all, we're both, I mean, pretty nervous uh starting it all but like excited and then to just hear even a few people be like oh my gosh i love the first episode yeah it felt like hanging out with you guys we're like oh that's exactly what we wanted exactly what we wanted yeah definitely yeah yeah it was a it was a good first episode i feel like i've been talking to sarah a lot about like i from our conversation in our first episode Mm -hmm. myself i like i had some realizations (laughs) spill it girl yeah, let's just dive right in. Um, so we taught that main question that we got, the second yeah. question that we got uh, mm-hmm. from our first episode, which was, um, what are you still trying to prove to yourself? My answer for that question was that I don't want to have to explain the future that I want for myself to anybody. I don't remember if that's exactly how I worded it, worded yeah. it but that was pretty much the whole idea. Yeah. Um, and... It was such a great conversation and I feel like I got so many things off my chest while I said it, but you kind of like snapped me back, you know, in a loving, like (laughs) generous, like kind way. I know. I was listening back to the episode and I like straight up called you stubborn and I was like, yeah, but if you also listen, I was like, yup. Um, okay, I'm glad you didn't take that personally. No, not at all. It's, For me, you love me so much. I don't I think do. I would ever take that personally. Yeah. Plus, it's also just true. It's not a negative thing. It's not. Being stubborn has definitely helped me in a lot of ways. Uh, it's hurt as well, but it's definitely helped me in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I think one of the things that I took away from that conversation was I didn't realize just how much of a narrative like a negative narrative I was playing in my head like I was sitting here and I was going oh my gosh every time someone questions me they are doubting me yeah and you helped me see that that wasn't the case Mm -hmm. like I was taking it as someone's asking me a question because they're trying to understand but the story I was telling myself was they're asking me these questions because they don't think I can do it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I didn't even like I thought I like I answered that question very specifically and I still agree that you should never have to prove to anybody that what you want for your future is something that you need to defend like I will always agree with that but I realized that as I continued talking I was just talking about how much I was struggling with other people like not just jumping on board um and then you just reminded me where it's like, well, maybe I wasn't even telling people really what was going on. Yeah. Um, and maybe when people were asking questions, they weren't asking it to doubt me. Yeah. And what was super cool was obviously since the first episode aired, people have listened to it. People in my life, in my inner circle. Mm-hmm. And it like started up some conversations, you know, like That's I, awesome. yeah, I had someone that I love so much reach out and was like, hey, I listened to your podcast. And, you know, as soon, uh, okay, so I had someone that I love very much, like, mm-hmm. reach out after they listened to the episode. Yeah. And we had such a good conversation because, you know, after talking to you about it, I realized that I was doing that. And so right. I was already starting to look at things a little bit differently and kind of analyze where I was coming from. And then this person came to me and was like, please know that I'm never doubting you when I ask you questions. Like, I completely support you in whatever mm-hmm. you want to do and whatever you will ever want to do. And I would have never thought that that was a conversation that would have led or happened from our first episode, you know, from right. having that talk. Um, and it was just it was so cool to kind of go into something thinking one thing and because of just our conversation coming out of it with a different perspective right and a perspective that was significantly healthier you Mm -hmm. know than when we started the conversation that was just I don't know it was just so cool and I feel like it really stuck with me and 
it even after that like i i feel like i'm a little tongue-tied because i'm still trying to figure out everything i'm thinking and feeling about it Mm -hmm. but one of the things i also learned is there's nothing wrong with asking for what you need and Mm -hmm. i notice that when people are questioning me and i'm taking it a very specific way like it's a personal attack at what i want Mm -hmm. there's also nothing wrong with saying I know you're asking me questions, but, like, right now, I just need you to listen. Right. Or right now, I just need you to be supportive. Right. Um, I ended up having an idea about something a few days after that episode. And the person that I was talking to, coming from a good place, questioned me and was like, do you think that that's a good idea? Like, do you really think that's where you should be investing your time right now and your money? And my first instinct was to shut down Mm -hmm. like I normally do, which is just like, I don't have to explain myself to anybody and I don't have to tell you anything. And instead I took a deep breath and I was like, I just need you to be supportive right now. Right. And like every muscle in my body was so tense. Your booty hole went. (laughs) (laughs) Like my booty hole clenched up so tight. (laughs) Um, But like anything, I feel like, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Right. You know, and maybe if I learn to ask for what I really need, which typically is just support in mm-hmm. those moments, it'll get easier. Yeah. And then I'll feel more comfortable to open up. And it's hard to ask for what you need. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so hard. Yeah. Um, But I'm really glad that, you know, our conversation was able to turn your perspective around a little bit it really did it's awesome i one of my favorite things is when we like kind of surprise ourselves oh i love it yeah one of my favorite things in the world and that was just like the perfect example of that like i went into that going "Mm, the sky is blue and i know it and Mm -hmm. you were like but sometimes it's like a golden hue and i was like (laughs) it is like it was just so (laughs) awesome to to have that conversation and We can joke and, you know, you can be like, oh, I did just call you stubborn. But, like, I know you so well and I know how much you love me. Then I'm like, oh, so it's just coming from such a loving place. Yeah. And what you said was absolutely something I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Ugh, girl. For that. Anytime. It's literally changed my life. <laughs> wow. And I know it's a big <laughs> statement, but I'm, I, I feel like just within the last week, so many conversations have been affected by that one conversation you and I had. That's awesome. And it's not, I'm not just going like, oh, well, for the rest of my life, I'll no longer have a problem with that. Right. I'll stop being stubborn or oh, guarded yeah. or whatever. But just in a few conversations, I'm like, oh, wow, I would have approached this totally differently a week and a half ago. But after right. that conversation with Sarah, like I'm looking at things differently. So that feels wow. really good. I love it. That's awesome. Thank I'm you. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. That's 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 growth. That is growth from episode one. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, look at knows? us go. I know, I love it. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we should dive into our topic for tonight because yeah. we're gonna do a topic and not a mason jar question, fishbowl question. Yeah, yeah. Questions. Um, and our topic for tonight is sexuality. Yes, it is. I know. Do you want to start with our question first? So we can kind of like ease into it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Well, we were, if you guys, if anybody listened to episode one, y'all know that like we started asking this question because these are tough topics and they're incredibly vulnerable topics. And sometimes it feels kind of good to just like recenter and get to like a good baseline and then approach it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're right. So, and I always forget to come back to that moment. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so our favorite question, which one of our favorite ladies, Taylor, asks us often, is how does your heart feel? So starting episode two. Wow. How does your heart feel today, Sarah? My heart feels really good. Mm-hmm. A little nervous about this topic. Um, but really good um i had a great day Mm -hmm. um cleaned the whole house it was a nice little reset (laughs) i feel like i have my shit together when i clean the house that is so true 
Um, and then I picked you up. Yep. And we had a nice little afternoon together. Yeah, we did. And then we just had dinner, and I'm like full of beans. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what a like uh full belly happy heart yeah yeah oh my gosh that's how i'm feeling yeah yeah oh, that's how that. my heart is feeling that's good yeah that's really good i love that how's your heart feeling my heart is feeling super emotional uh, i feel like yeah. i said that to you already you did say that yeah, yeah like we've spent the afternoon together and i'm just gonna be honest about it like i don't feel like anything is particularly wrong but I have just been so emotional all day long. Um, and because of that, I feel like my heart is like, but why? I'm like, it's also, yeah. there, it's also okay that there's no reason why. Exactly. You know? Um, and I am excited to talk about this uh, specific topic. But at the same time, I'm sure I'm going to cry at some point. <laughs> so let's Let just it get out. ready for it. Let it's just it been out. that kind of day. I saw a commercial earlier and I was just crying over it. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on today? <laughs> You're just you, in your feels. I really am. I That's really, okay. Really am. Let it happen. It's also kind of nice being in my feels and not having a specific bad thing to point at for it. You know, that's, yes, that that's a really sense? good point. Yeah. Yeah. Like normally when someone is emotional or even when I'm emotional, it's like, oh, because this thing happened. And right now I'm like, oh, I don't I don't have anything that I can point at and say that's the bad thing. It's just I'm just feeling really emotional today. So the that's, tears just bubble up easily today. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Let it's them farts. flow. <laughs> Sometimes it's farts. Other times it's tears. You never know what's going to come bubbling out of your body, okay? Just going to be open about it. Who needs to put that on a t-shirt? Sometimes it's farts. Sometimes it's tears. You never know what's going to come out. TM. Oh, man, I love that. Okay, so after that, our topic today is sexuality. Like I mentioned, um... I really got ahead of myself. It's okay. Yeah, that's fine. This is great. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Um, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, Talk about how we identify. Yeah. I always think it's really interesting to find out how someone came to that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe I should say how someone became comfortable making that statement yeah you know um i identify as straight mm-hmm. i usually word it as straight ish mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a lot of beautiful women in this world there okay are. yes I'm there sorry are. like have you seen rihanna <laughs> like come on <laughs> um so for me specifically i, I definitely identify as straight ish uh mm-hmm. and that feels right Yeah. But even coming to that decision was a journey. Yeah. So I'm always interested in sharing my story, hearing everybody else's stories, just to see like how they got to that point and how they got comfortable in stating whatever it is that they are. Yeah. So, yeah. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, It was a journey. I guess I should say how I identify. Um, And recently, I, I guess like... December is when I first said it out loud that I am bisexual, um, even though I've been in a relationship with a straight man for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if your family or friends that did not know this and you're listening right now, please don't take offense to it. Mm -hmm. Um, that you're just learning about this now because it's not a big deal. Um, as I say that on my own podcast, (laughs) make a whole episode about it. Don't make me sing. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're like, (laughs) well, I mean, we, we said this like to each other. It can be as big of a deal as you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the whole topic of sexuality is a very important topic. Yeah. Um, um, 
But just this one small detail of me identifying as bisexual, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, it doesn't change much about who I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still very happily married to yeah. my hubby and mm-hmm. my best friend and muscle might. Yeah. You guys are, are pretty <laughs> solid and pretty amazing together. Yeah. Did you have any hesitations telling Harold? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I feel like I always knew, mm. but I, I've i never been in a relationship with a woman, um, but I always knew. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, a thing that I knew about myself. Yeah. Even though I never went any deeper than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then, yeah, so all my relationships have been with men. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, I've been in a relationship with Harold for 10 years. Yeah. So in my mind, like, I was like, what's the point yeah. of, like, coming out? Like, what... What is that? Uh, in my head, mm-hmm. like a year ago, that would mean that like I would only be creating more problems. Mm, yeah, I could definitely see why you would think that. You know what I mean? Like, what if Harold wasn't supportive, and what if he was really turned off by that? Yeah. You know, like then what? Like, I don't know. It's so much to think about. It really is. Yeah. Um, And then one night, I guess early this year or late last year, Mm -hmm. um, we were just chatting like for hours and hours and (laughs) I I just like spilled it and he was like, I, he was so supportive. Yeah. You know, because he, he knows that our relationship is still solid yeah you know i'm not going anywhere yeah you you guys you stuck with me (laughs) um yeah so it don't yeah 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 well i think you could have easily never said anything and i said that to harold when we had that discussion like i said to him i thought i was going to take this to the grave like what would be the point of me saying anything Mm -hmm. but I guess like when we were having that conversation that one night I just felt comfortable enough to just be like hey this is who I am even though you've known me for 10 plus years like yeah yeah. did it feel like you were hiding a part of yourself from everyone because I didn't know Harold didn't know yeah. You know, did you feel like you were hiding something? Yeah. Yeah, that must have been really hard. Yeah. It wasn't really hard because it. I feel like there are so many other people in awful situations mm. that I can't even fathom yeah. what they go through when they decide to come out. I was in a very safe space with all of my friends and family that I came out to. Yeah. That's beautiful that you had that, that you had that support. Like, both things can be true. It can be horrible that there are people in the world that don't have that. Yeah. But we can also absolutely praise and celebrate that you did have that. Yes. You know, and I'm glad that. No, I'm. That's the case. For super you. grateful. Yeah, and I, don't I don't think there's anything you could say <laughs> to me or Harold <laughs> that we would be like, wait, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we I love know. you so much. <laughs> you guys both love me so much. Yeah. Do you feel like what is your feeling now that you're able to be honest about that? Do you feel like freer? Do you feel? I feel. Yeah, like, way more myself. Mm. Um, 
And I also feel like a little nervous. Yeah. Because I am in such a privileged space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like yeah. it's it was easy for me. Yeah. And it's not easy for everyone. Yeah. Um, so I'm also very aware of that. Mm-hmm. And I am nervous about how people will perceive me. Yeah. Like, just like what I said. I was nervous because what's the point? Yeah. You know? And I'm afraid that people will wonder the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the point of her saying anything? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is, I don't want to speak for people, but I could assume that that would be the case for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's getting ready to speak whatever their truth is, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a moment where they think, what is the fucking point? Yeah. Like, do I even open this can of worms? Do I even go down this route? Is it worth it? Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that you decided that it was. And I know that there's still anxiety with Mm -hmm. that and with being as open as you're choosing to be with other people and like letting other people into your story, into your life and into who you fully are. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we've talked about this before. Anyone who shows up fully as themselves is, whether they realize it or not, giving the people around them the permission to do the same. Yeah. And by you saying this is who I am. I know that I have shown you so much of me already, but there's actually more to me than I was ready to share before. Mm -hmm. Like that is allowing everyone within your circle who knows you to maybe share revelations about themselves that they before might not have been comfortable to do. And that's amazing. Yeah. It's like now you're showing up fully and completely as who you are. Yeah. No more secrets. No more secrets. (laughs) I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. And no, it feels really good. It has to be nerve-wracking, yeah, to say it out loud and now into a microphone. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah, the only people I've told so far are obviously Harold, you, and mm-hmm. my mom. Yeah. So, there it is. We're, we're working outwards. <laughs> now a lot of people know. <laughs> you kind of just pulled off the Band-Aid. I really did, yeah. I'm very proud of you for doing so. Thanks. Um, yeah, I guess now that everything's out, mm. I would just like to say that this is just how I identify. Yeah. Um, and nothing's going to change in my relationship. Mm. If, uh, if that's of concern of anybody... <laughs> Which it's not. Yeah. Okay. Get out your business. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Harold are very solid and we both have a deep understanding of who each other is now. Yeah. That's beautiful. Finally. Um, so, yeah. Well, you guys, like you said, have been together for 10 years and that is such a huge chunk out of anybody's life. And I love, and it is so fucking cool, that you guys started off as two fully solid people and have just grown so much Mm -hmm. within yourself, but also within your relationship that after 10 years, you were able to come to him with something like that and be like, let's have this conversation because I want you to fully know who I am. Yeah. And that is so beautiful. And like we've said, like, there's some people who unfortunately don't have that. Yeah. And both things can be true. Like, that can be heartbreaking, but we can also celebrate that you do have that. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. Thanks. He loves you a lot. He really does. What's not to love? (laughs) 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 Oh, I love it so much. Um, I'm so proud of you. Thanks, girl. Yeah. Thanks. And we're also going to my first pride. Yes. At the end of the month, which I'm very excited about. This is so exciting. I got a shirt for Harold that says "Buy Wife Energy." So. <laughs> I love it. Um, 
And also, thank you, TikTok, for letting me realize Mm. that, you know, I do still have a place in the LGBTQ community. Yeah, that's beautiful. TikTok just, like, nails it every time. They really change the game. It it really made it, or it has made a huge impact on our society in a very short period of time. Yeah. There is, for anyone who might not know, there is a very specific section of TikTok that is married women fully coming into themselves and saying, I am married to a man. I um, love this man. We are in a long-term committed monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. I plan on keeping it that way, but I now feel more comfortable to say I am a bisexual woman and I am attracted to women. Right. And it's been really lovely to see in the middle of hilarious videos, Mm -hmm. these beautiful stories of people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sharing who they are. And I love that out of all things, like, TikTok, TikTok helped you yeah. um, in any way. It did. It really did. Yeah. Plus, some of those women on that app. Damn. Like I said, straight-ish. <laughs> straight? <laughs> um, but even with that, like, that even took me time to kind of figure out. I feel like there's... Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, we I know we've talked a lot about this, but to dive even more into it, I've always identified as straight and I've always felt very comfortable saying that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the the thing that's easiest for everyone to swallow, let's be real, within our society. Yeah. Um I've always been questioned. That is something that's true. Everyone has oh my always gosh. questioned that. I feel like all of my friends that I've introduced you to, or even my family, mm-hmm. are always like is christine straight yeah (laughs) always that's always a question or people always think that you're gay yeah they assume that i'm gay they wonder if i'm bisexual like they just can't fully figure me out i think because you give people so much love no matter who they are Mm -hmm. and you treat people just like so lovingly Mm. and maybe that's not some something that people see every day oh that's beautiful so they like automatically put a label on it like oh christine must be gay if she's like hugging that affectionate with women yeah yeah i never ever ever thought of it that way i always thought of it as I can at times be incredibly intimidating, mm-hmm. even though I don't mean to be. And I can be harsh at times, which can come across as the opposite of feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And so therefore people are like, oh, well, maybe she's gay. And I also hate that because I yeah. don't like the idea of any person being boxed in like that. Right. Um but your reasoning sounds so much more lovely than the story I've been telling myself. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I just, I'm also a flirt with everybody. You you're, you're a Libra. I totally oh, am. Hello. Um, I think also one of your love languages is physical touch. Yes. So absolutely. you're always very touchy with people. Yeah consensual absolutely oh my gosh yeah i have people in my life that don't like that and i will not do that with them but with people that respect that you are incredibly touchy with people yeah and that's like your way of showing love Mm -hmm. just like when you're talking to someone you'll put your hand on their arm Mm -hmm. i'm always touching people (laughs) but that could that's such like a like a a loving I just hate that people automatically put like a sexuality yeah into that that is such a good point because it's true and I've had that problem at times with people that didn't know me as well where I was just being my version of friendly mm-hmm. and they obviously took it as sexual advances and mm. I'm like oh no I just no 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 that's just how I am <laughs> um yeah but yeah, a lot of people have questioned it throughout my life. And 
it's interesting. I don't know. Did you ever watch The Big Bang Theory? No. So one of the actors that's on it, not... Um, oh my god, I don't know any of the actors that are on it. They're real names. All but I not know like is... the main guy. Not the tall, skinny one. Not, um, what's his name? Sure. Sheldon. Sheldon. Not Sheldon. His roommate on the show. Okay. This is horrible and such a bad story. <laughs> I don't know his character name. I don't know his name. But he did an interview with Ellen okay. um, a while back. And I just remember this clip where I guess so many people had been just assuming he was gay. And he isn't. He identifies as straight. And um, Ellen questioned him about it and said, how come you never, like, make a statement? How come you never um, argue back with people and say, don't make that assumption about me. I'm actually straight. And he was like, well, because there's nothing wrong with being gay. So why would I be insulted if people thought that? And I remember hearing that and thinking, oh, I've always felt like that. Like, so many people have made that assumption about me. Um but it it doesn't bother me in the slightest because I don't have that problem. And obviously, it's not an insult. It's not an insult. Exactly. Yeah. And obviously that's coming from an incredible place of privilege because yeah. I am not living in a situation where being gay is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just absolutely been my perspective where I'm like, oh, a lot of people have thought that about me and I'm yeah. actually not. Um, there was a time when my parents, <laughs> so we grew up. With my parents saying to us, again, very lucky, but my parents saying to my brother and I, we don't care who you love. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. As long as you're happy, we're happy. And we both sat down with them during that conversation, my brother and I, and we're like, okay, but we're both straight. So thank you for telling us, <laughs> but we are both straight. Um, and then a few years later, uh, before you and I even met, this woman came into my life and we... Um, I, I want to be really honest here, but it is like, my heart is racing. Just even like talking about this relationship, this friendship. Um, when I met her, I had just come out of what is hands down the worst heartbreak of my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I was incredibly vulnerable. And I met this woman who quickly became one of my best friends at the time. Mm -hmm. And we developed this like ridiculously at the time beautiful now looking back on it semi-toxic codependent relationship Mm -hmm. and we became inseparable like we worked together so we were together every single day at work we were together almost every single weekend we had such a deep and profound connection we just like took care of each other and we just loved each other so deeply and I never looked at it sexually. So mm-hmm. she's gay and I I was never sexually attracted to her. And I would spend all this time with her and then my family was like, well, what's going on here? Like, you mm-hmm. guys spend every moment together and you're always so happy around her. Like, we're telling you again, if you, this is who you want to be with. We have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. And I had to really think about it because... There are women in this world that I, women in general are just so beautiful and I think they're so magical. (laughs) Um, But there are definitely women that I find that I am attracted to, that I find attractive. But to want to experience any form of like sexual intimacy with them, Mm -hmm. that's not there for me. Yeah. And it wasn't until this person was in my life every single day showing me at the time more love than I could have possibly ever asked for where I really had to question it and be Mm -hmm. like really like not even with her like she loves you so much and you love her so much yeah and that led me down this path of like okay could I be with this person like I don't ever want to lose them you know we had such a strong connection but she was in relationships with other women Mm -hmm. and then having me as her best friend and that connection being really obvious was starting to complicate that Mm -hmm. and then it was like we were getting to the point where at least in my head I was thinking like shit or get off the pot like either you're gonna be with this woman or you're not like you gotta figure out what you want and I had to be really, really honest and say, I don't want to be with this person in that way. But there was even a moment because I was so scared of losing her that I really started to consider, can we be life partners Mm -hmm. without a sexual aspect to it? Yeah. And I started to think, 
Olive has a lot to say right now. Olive, wow. Um, Lay down. She, you know, I started to really think, like, what if this person and I created a family together? What if we raised children together, but we had our sexual experiences outside of our relationship? Which is something that there are something that so many people in this world do on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Um, And I fully support because I just want everyone to live whatever life makes them happy. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I had to sit there and think about that. And I was like, okay, would I be willing to give up sexual intimacy in a long-term partnership with someone and have it with someone outside of that relationship? Because we could easily picture living together for the rest of our lives in a house, having children, starting a family, and then it was like, okay, well, could, could that make me happy? Is that worth keeping this person in my life? Mm-hmm. And then I had to start to think like, okay, but I, I don't think that that would be enough. Yeah. Knowing that even though it wouldn't be enough for me to live that type of a relationship for the rest of my life, I would most likely end up losing this person. Right. Because like I said, it just kind of always felt like that's where that relationship was headed. And obviously this is from my perspective. Maybe they were in a totally different headspace, but Mm -hmm. that's how it always felt. And I had to just really be honest and know myself and understand myself enough to go, okay, I want my future, my lifelong partnership to be with a man. I want to be able to enjoy that sexual intimacy that I enjoy so much. And Mm -hmm. that brings me so much joy and happiness and fulfillment. I want to just have that with a man for my future. And it also taught me in that moment that I am incapable of being in a polyamorous relationship. Something else that I fully support for other people but it, it's like it's not almost in, until you're in these situations that, you know, the mm-hmm. questions come up where you're like, wait, could I do that? Yeah, like You don't think about it. Yeah. It's it, we're kind of brought up where it's like, oh, it's this person and this person and that's it. Yeah. Like, you know, we've clearly as a society started to pull away from the idea of just a man and a woman. Right. Um, but we're now starting to become significantly more accepting and enthusiastic of relationships that are not just in a square box of monogamy. Right. And again, it's like it's not until you find yourself in that situation where you're like, okay, would I be comfortable with that? I have mm-hmm. to really think about that. And I have to be honest with myself mm-hmm. because I could have easily given up a part of myself to be in that type of relationship. And right. I would have been miserable down the road. Yeah. Um. So... It was really hard and I I almost hate saying that because I don't want to make it seem like, oh, it was really hard to admit that I'm straight. That sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I know it does. But in understanding what that relationship was to me in that chapter of my life, like right. for so many years, that relationship was my life raft. Like, yeah. that ke- literally kept me alive Yeah. Um, after that first heartbreak that I had. And so to make these decisions that were true to myself, knowing that in the process I was going to lose something was really, really, really hard, even though what I lost would have inevitably never been right for me in the first place. Right. Um, so that was really tough and really hard to go through. But I think coming out of it it now feels so easy and comfortable for me to go, no, I know exactly who I am when it comes to my sexuality. Like, I know that I'm straight. I hate the sentence, I love men, because (laughs) like women, men are incredibly (laughs) flawed. (laughs) No one is perfect. (laughs) Um, But I know I'm straight. I also know there are some women that I'm like, oh, she is beautiful. (laughs) And I feel very comfortable saying that. Right. You know, I think that uh, Jill... Mm -hmm. is always making this statement where she's like, oh, nobody's 100% straight and nobody's 100% gay. It's fine. And she's like, it's a spectrum. Yeah. And maybe there are people that will disagree with that, but that's something that makes me feel really comfortable where I'm like, yeah, I can easily say, like, I am straight-ish. I am not 100% there. And I can sit here and say... I'll never be in a relationship with a woman. But at the same time, I feel like if you make that statement, the universe is going to be like, oh, really? Bet. 
<laughs> I'm going to bring in <laughs> someone who's going to blow your mind and be so perfect for you and prove just how wrong you are. Yeah. You know, and who knows? Like, I feel like I'm just open to anything that'll happen in the future. Yeah. And like we said earlier, there's nothing more than I love when we surprise ourselves, where we say, oh, I'll never have, I don't know, hot sauce on my waffles. And then like two days later, you're like, <laughs> damn, I tried it and it was good. I have never tried that. I don't know if it's good, guys. It's just the first thing that popped don't into my that. head. Don't try that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that, you know, where yeah. I can sit here and I can go. I'm straight and I don't ever picture a future with a woman, but who the hell knows? Who knows? Like, life is way too short to, you know, just not live the kind of life that you want to be living that feels true to who you are. And I know that that is an incredibly privileged statement to be able to make Mm -hmm. because I have a support system that loves me. Yeah. But from my point of view and from the life I've been able to live like that's where I'm standing on that is I don't want to deny who I am Mm -hmm. and just fully lean into it just kind of fuck yeah what you're feeling too yep where it's like this is who I am exactly people might have questions but that's okay um was this woman who you were in a friendship relationship with Did she know what you were feeling? I don't know if she fully understood just how much I was willing to give up to be with her. Got it. Or how much I was considering. I think there was a part of her... Everyone who saw us was very much like, oh, these two love each other. Like, they have a deep profound connection Mm -hmm. that is not just their friends right and um it wasn't something that her and I really ever talked about it was just like completely unsaid and I remember having one of our coworkers joke like oh I could totally picture you guys living in a house together one day raising a bunch of kids at the time as you know I wanted to have children and I had always said the only way that I would have kids is if I adopted them. Mm -hmm. And so most of the people that are in my life know that. And at that time, they were like, yeah, you guys could, like, adopt a bunch of kids. And, like, you know, we were both, like, working within the same field. So it was like you'd be, like, the cute moms that are bringing cupcakes to the soccer practice and all this (laughs) stuff. And it was just, like, this idea where even other people could see so clearly this future for us. Yeah. And I don't know if she ever knew just how much I struggled with it. I think that for her, it was like, well, Christine's straight. Yeah. It's that simple. And I don't think she would have ever crossed that line out of respect for me because for as many people that might have ever questioned my sexuality, the people that are closest to me are like, oh no, she's straight. (laughs) Like the way she talks about, she's straight. And um, I think that she always respected that and never crossed that line in a sexual way at all. Yeah. And um, so I I don't know if she knows like just how much I really considered putting so many of the things that I wanted um, to the side just because I loved her so much that I was like, I I don't ever want to lose this person. How much of me can I give up to be with her? And to make sure she stays in my life. I wonder if um, part of how you were feeling was because this woman came into your life right after Mm. your breakup. Yeah. With a man. Yeah. Like, do you think a, a lot of... I don't doubt that you guys had that connection. Mm hmm but do you think coming out of that relationship um, after that breakup, like feeling kind of um, defeated yeah. and so heartbroken, yeah. do you think that added to the feelings? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that um, the person 
that had been in my life before her had been a part of my life for 10 years. Yeah. And when they decided to leave, um, which that can be a, a whole other conversation for yeah. a whole other day. Yes. But when that happened, there was this vacuum, yeah. like this huge hole within my life. That person had spent holidays with my family you know, my brother considered him an older brother. They they were my best friend for those 10 years. Yeah. And so when they left, um, which now after all this time is like probably the greatest thing that ever happened to me. But of course, in the moment, it's just like you feel like your life is destroyed. For sure. I think that I was very raw and very, yeah. very um, defeated, like you said. And I mm-hmm. I was so scared to let another man in Mm. and let them destroy me in the same way and when she came into my life it was just pure love yeah like love and acceptance and um fun Mm -hmm. and it was so healing at the time and I think that that is something that I regret that I'll never really be able to thank her for, yeah. you know, which is like, however our friendship ended up turning out, there was so much of the healing that I went through that happened because she loved me as much as she did. And that's really beautiful. I think that absolutely like had that heartbreak not just had happened, maybe I wouldn't have had the space in my heart and in my life to welcome someone in that intimately right um to know me on that type of level and i'm a strong 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 believer in that things happen for a reason mm-hmm. and so it's interesting because had i never gone through that heart like i can always connect things you know yeah. this and like had i never gone through that heartbreak i don't know if i would have ever had that connection with her had i never had that connection t- with her would I have ever felt so confident in stating who and what I am? Right. Um, and in all honesty, I think one of my fears at that time was if I had rebounded with a man, I don't mm. I, I don't know what would have happened to me. Like had I come out of that relationship so raw and so vulnerable um, and some guy walked into my life that winked at me or made me feel special. Um, who knows what I would have become? Yeah. Or how that situation would have added on to the heartbreak I had just experienced or whatever the case is. Um, so, yeah, I, it's definitely all tied together. But um, when I look back on it, I mean, I feel really, really grateful for that experience. It was. That's good heartbreaking and I know that you were already a part of my life when that was kind of ending and I mean you saw it that shit was hard yeah it was interesting because just a few years before I had gone through this like life-altering heartbreak and then to go through a different type of heartbreak a few years later was was so weird Uh, this is like the only way I know how to say it I'm like oh it's it's not like that but it still feels like a heartbreak right um and it didn't necessarily end on the best of terms, and that's something that I regret, but there's nothing I can do about it now, yeah. you know? And, yeah, when I think about that relationship, at the end of the day, no matter what happened, no matter how it turned out, I just feel so much gratitude because mm-hmm. I grew so much during that experience and at the same time was just showered with so much love by this person. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm grateful for it. That's beautiful. Thank you. I feel very comfortable going straight-ish. Or zesty straight. Do you remember that TikTok I sent you? Zesty straight. Oh, my God. (laughs) So there was this TikTok of this guy who was buying French fries. And he was buying straight-cut French fries that were seasoned. And as soon as he picked it up, it said zesty straight on it. And he was like, that's what I'm going to start identifying as. And when I heard that, I was like, I feel seen. I totally identify as Zesty Straight. Like, yes. Sandra Bullock is beautiful. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, as Jill says, like, is anybody really 100% straight? So, yeah. Yeah. But I think that um, uh, there's this idea of, like, everyone should have to come out 
not just anybody that isn't straight. Mm-hmm. And I think that, or I hope that as time goes by, that will become the norm. Yeah. Where kids who identify as anything, mm-hmm. LGBTQIA+, like, doesn't matter what you identify as, you're, I hope that we get to a point that your parents will assume you are nothing until you tell them you are something. Ooh, yes. And even with me, like, getting to the point where I'm like, yep, this is what I am, you know? Yeah. Like, with you, like, sometimes it happens a little bit later and, yeah, you know, but being able to at least understand yourself better and say it out loud, like, that's so powerful. Yeah, it is. It's one of the reasons why I'm so proud of you because you could have easily, easily never told anybody. I know. I was going to. I was, yeah, I was not going to. Yeah. And instead you were like, this is who I am. And I want the people that love me to know that. This is me. One of my all-time favorite songs. <laughs> I can't, like, I have blasted that. Just the whole Greatest Showman soundtrack in general. But this is me. Uh, like, I've blasted it smiling. I've blasted it crying <laughs> in the shower, in the car. It literally works for every emotion. It really, really does. What's her name? Kiala, Kiala Settle, I think it is. Uh-huh. Like, freaking queen. Her She's That queen. rendition of that song is just magical. And I love that you're screaming this at me. <laughs> as loud or as quietly as you want. Yeah. But. It's loud and quiet. Exactly. I'm a Leo, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm shy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do love zesty, that about you. No. Z- zesty shy. You're zesty shy. <laughs> That's it. A- <laughs> That's a very good way to put it, where you're just like, you love the attention, but other times you're like, I'm just going to not be in the spotlight right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, don't make me sing. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. I love it. And I love your honesty. I love your honesty. Thank You've you. never told me that before, the, yeah. the whole story. And I really yeah. appreciate your vulnerability. Oh, I thank you. That was really beautiful. That was a... Uh... That was rough. It's not something that I talk about often because no matter what, at the end of the day, it was a it was a heartbreak. Right. And that's hard to talk about. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Any kind of heartbreak. And I feel like whatever you want to call that relationship, friendship, friendship heartbreaks oh. hurt. Yeah, yeah. They really, really do. Yeah. Anytime that you have taken to get to know someone and yeah. yeah i'm sorry i'm trying to find my words anytime you have ever gotten to know someone welcome them into your life into your heart and they've done the same for you and for whatever reason that ends yeah it is brutal it really is and i swear there are times when that is worse than a romantic heartbreak yeah um i feel like sometimes when you go into a romantic relationship, there's always a part of you that thinks this could end. Yes. And when you're going into a friendship, a platonic relationship, you never go into it thinking this could end. Oh my God, that's so true. And I've never so, thought about it like that. Yeah. And so when yeah. it does, you're like, your foundation is shaken. You're yeah. like, I thought that this was something that I was never going to have to question. Um, right. Which is also sad for romantic relationships. <laughs> you know, we go into them. Like, I remember reading once where it's like, oh, every relationship you enter, you're either going to marry that person or you're going to break up. And it was yep. like, wow, when you simplify it like that, cool, that cool, is cool. scary as shit. Like, but like I said, when you go into any type of friendship, you never, I have never in the eight years that we've been friends thought, oh, well, one day when we're not friends. Like, no, never once. Never. But there are plenty of guys that I've met where I'm like, well, when this fucker leaves or like when I'm done with him, that sounds horrible, but it's true. Yeah. You know, and so or in a depressing way, when this person breaks my heart or when, you know, this blows up in my face or whatever. Um, Yeah. So friendship breakups are they are brutal. Yeah. They are absolutely brutal. I think that that's an just one of the downfalls i know when we talked last week you made the comment where he's like i 
typically have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, that's one of the downsides to that. Yes. It's like the more people you welcome into your life, the more possibility for heartbreak. Yeah. On, On the flip side, there's more possibility for joy and love. True. I wonder if that's why I... I feel like I'm an introvert. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's like an internalized thing. Oh, yeah. I that I believe, that. like, friendship-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, coming from a divorced family, I wonder if that's internalized. I n- I've never thought about it. I haven't been in many relationship relationships either. I've yeah. been in one and a half serious <laughs> relationships, including my laughing. now husband. I'm just laughing because I know that half, which we don't have to talk about, but I, I know that half. So yes, one, one and a one half. One day we will. <laughs> um, so I guess I, re- I never really, um, that was never really prevalent in my relationships yeah so i wonder if if i aimed that towards more friendships Mm -hmm. like no i'm not gonna make any more friends because i don't want it to end yeah in a heartbreak or you know what i mean i know exactly what you mean i think that i didn't word that very well but you know i I, yeah i completely understood i think that um I don't have divorced parents, so I don't mm-hmm. want to assume what you're trying to say. So if I'm wrong, please correct yeah, me. Yeah. Um, but I, I could imagine that having your parents divorce at a young age mm-hmm. would leave an impact because it shows you that maybe the relationships that you thought had a strong, strong foundation don't. Right. Or relationships that you assumed would last forever Mm-hmm. possibly couldn't true and maybe that maybe that did leave that type of an impact on you yeah you know which is like you saw firsthand and experienced yourself yeah you know a loss at such a young age right. of something that you thought was so sure right um that maybe yeah maybe it did leave an impact yeah we yeah. can dive way deeper into that when we talk about I think one of our topics is marriage or yeah. family or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But, but that would be interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I think yeah, that we... I never uh, really thought about it like that. Yeah. I think that uh, so many of the things that we don't even realize make an impact. Totally. Really do have a lasting one. Yeah. And I could, I could definitely see that. Yeah. I mean, selfishly, I'm really happy that I don't have to share your attention with so many people. Nope. <laughs> Plus, you nope, also not at a, all. You do have a built-in best friend with your husband. I do. It is disgustingly adorable. <laughs> 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 like when I first met you guys, I was like, "Oh wow!" Like there oh. are couples who say we're best friends, but you guys are really best friends. Okay, we cool. really are best friends. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yep. You just like picked your forever best friend to have slumber parties with for the rest of your life. As cheesy as that is, and as cringe as that is. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Guilty. Yep. I love it. Yeah. I also feel special that you welcomed me in. Girl. Harold sometimes. Look at us now. I like, we always joke with him where it's like, oh, no, you got two wives. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yep. We walked in the door today after going to the grocery store and we were like, your wives are home. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then we were walking in with Olive. So it was like, all three of your ladies are here. <laughs> I think one of my favorite moments of that was um, recently at my brother's wedding, at Nico and Jess's wedding, the DJ is like, all right, guys. Like, we were all, <laughs> like, hype on the dance floor. Like, I don't know, dancing at Kesha or something. Like, really going hard. And then all of a sudden, the DJ's like, okay, we're going to slow it down now. Couple's only on the dance floor. I'm single. I start to turn around and walk away. And Harold grabs me, and he's like, no, 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 come here. And all three of us start slow dancing together. <laughs> I think the couple 
that is the the most opposite <laughs> of lonely any person could ever possibly feel. Like I was like, I felt I feel so loved and so welcomed in this moment. The first slow dance for couples, and I was part of this beautiful threesome here. It was really beautiful. It was. Yeah, yeah. it was a good moment. Oh man. Well, I love it. Was that it? I think so. I think so too. There's a lot of vulnerability we put out on the table. Woof. Yeah. Woof. I know. Feels good, though. It really does. Plus, I feel like I know you better. Oh, I feel like I know you better. Oh. Wow. We're really doing our jobs here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And hopefully someone who's listening will feel comfortable stating whatever they identify as. For sure. Or talking to us about it. Yeah. We'd love to hear about your journey. Please. You can email us oh we have an email now oh i know i saw that the other day that's so exciting (laughs) um it's at no it's the magic seeker society at gmail.com yeah you can email us some um questions that you want us to add to the mason jar Mm -hmm. you can just say hi we really love that yeah you can tell Um, us your story tell us your story if you feel comfortable you can always comment your stories or your thoughts on our instagram post but mm-hmm. i know sometimes that's like a little public so yeah. if anybody ever wants to email us directly like yeah. you'll hear from one of us so yeah for sure or olive she'll type out the email yeah she's got this <laughs> with her non-thumbs exactly <laughs> you'll hear from one of us <laughs> um and our instagram is at the magic seeker society so you can reach us there you can yeah. dm us and that's all yeah we love you we do love you thanks for listening guys thanks for listening being a part of our family we love it you're the best i love you bestie i love you wow yeah beautiful we'll see you guys next week bye bye